I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. And welcome to Spit or Swallow, the podcast where we drink some lovely drinky poos with me, Lou Conran. And me, Sally Ann Hayward. And we drank some lovely wine with a great guest, Emma Kennedy. You met her a long time ago, didn't you? I did. I met her a long, 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 long time ago. And the first time I met her, she was a delight. And the last time I saw her, which was on our podcast recording, she was an absolute legend. And the stories. She, do you remember the ABBA one that she told us? Brilliant. ABBA. Apparently they're oh getting my together. God. Irrelevant for now. But anyway, go on. Are they? Apparently. Oh, maybe they've taken a chance on each other. <laughs> oh, oh. The winner takes it all. Doesn't make sense. Uh, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't make any sense. And but, oh gosh, we've got some oh some terrific stories coming up. We've got one about Bruce Forsyth, which as Sally has renamed it is the Forsyth Saga. Yeah, what a saga it was as well. And it wasn't just about old people going on a coach trip. No, it was, oh, well, we could listen. Well, why don't we? Have a little listen. Oh my goodness, Enjoy. <laughs> Okay, now, here she is. It's only bloody Emma Kennedy. Yeah. You see, what you need is, what I've got is I, I have a little machine with that has sound effects. Oh. Well, who knows? In the final edit. Yeah. Yeah, thank oh. you. There you go. Bloody Emma, we were just talking before we got started and you were about to tell us a story about what's a face from Abba Agnieta. I was put in mind of it because obviously we found ourselves strangely harmonising when we were all making sure that our uh, microphones were at the same level. And it got me thinking about that great story about Agnieta, the blonde one. She went a bit loopy la-la and went to live on a very obscure island Within the realm of Sweden, Hmm. she became romantically involved with the person who had been her stalker. That's like a number one thing, what was going on there, Agneta. And then she Mm -hmm. split up from her stalker. And obviously, because he's a stalker, he continued to stalk her. The police obviously had to be involved and she sent the police around to his house. He had moved on to the the small, tiny island that she obviously, and he remained there. And they discovered that he had been hoarding her poo. Thank you. Oh no! Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't that. expecting no. that. You, nobody <laughs> expects to go. Hello, it's the Swedish police. Hello, we just we just wanted to come and have a chat with you. Hang on, what on earth is here? What have you got in these buckets? What oh. what, what, what are Do you, you know, doing here? I'm just keeping Agneta's poo for old times' sake. Would. Do you think I don't even know where to begin. Do you? 
No, well, maybe it's like one of those DNA things. He was, you know, like when they did Dolly the Sheep. Maybe it was like he's trying to her. recreate her, clone her. Can you imagine? Because the police would have had to go to Agnetta's house yeah. and say, well, we've been to see the stalker. And yeah. we're very sorry to have to tell you that uh, he's got your poo. So I mean, what did they do? Did they give it back? Maybe they ran it up the hospital just to do a few tests like they do. Like, you know, have you got cancer? Mm. Um, have you got IBS? Maybe it was quite beneficial to her, Emma. You just don't know. No, I mean, we're, you don't we're know. thinking it's disgusting, but she might have gone, oh, thank God for that. I've got some exes that make me shudder, you know, the th- remembering men that I've been out with and stuff and gone, oh, just get that out of my head. But then I think of Agnetta and I think, oh, yours is worse. Yeah. I never thought that we would start, before we'd even cheersed, with a poo story. Well, come on, let's, let, let's put that Cheers. behind us now. Cheers, yes. everybody. Cheers. 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 I've got an Cheers. ice cube Cheers. in mind. Thank you. Oh, have you got you? a what? An ice cube. Oh, oh yes. Well, quite clever. Yeah. Emma, would you like to tell the listener, which is probably my mum, yeah. what your choice of drink was today, please? I do believe it's a Chablis, is it not? Yeah, you gave us a list and you let us decide. I did. I wanted to try your Macon Village. Macon Village, very nice. Lovely, lovely. Is it? It's is a it? silky but smooth drink. Why Why the Chablis? What's so good about the Stupid Chablis? Stupid question, Lou. But tell yeah, us, but Emma. I just got no class, though, have I, Sally? No. I just think it's a very good white table wine. You know, oh. for, for an every day of the week kind of drink, you can mm. have it any old day, doesn't matter. Oh, any it, day. It's Chablis not, isn't every it's day not, of the it's, week. It's we not, don't know who we've got in our, our present, It's not so super special. That you just you think oh no I no I can't have that on a Thursday evening or a mm. Friday evening but actually can, can I also just wave the yeah. flag for another wine oh the white Rioja yeah which I really want to recommend to you and mm. not a lot of people will embrace it but it mm. is the white Rioja mm. I have tried have you ever it had one I'm I'm with you it's very nice yeah. yes. it's very it's really woody good. isn't it it's got all yes. it's got a yes. meatiness to it. Yeah. It's reminiscent slightly of the Chardonnay, but lighter than mm. a thick, woody Chardonnay. Listen to Look me. It sounded like I knew what I was talking about. It, Did you hear yeah. that? Yeah. She's That's like, Karen. sitting there going, oh, we've got Emma Kennedy here, who's like drank wine round really posh tables with posh chefs. I, I have, that. yeah. Oh, this is I from have. Lidl. This, this is from Lidl. Well, Which one have you got? That? The Chablis. Oh, yeah. Well, you can, you can get really super posh Chablis. You can also get your, your putty Chablis. Which oh, is sort oh, of yeah. going up another That's notch, the, but it's I prefer it to Chardonnay, and there it is. No, I prefer it to Chardonnay. Although I think Chardonnay's making a bit of a comeback in a good way because it got a bit. It was lovely, wasn't it? And then it went out of fashion for some reason, a bit thick and woody. But I've started drinking it again, and I'm like, this is you know. L- this let's isn't face so bad. it, Sally. You've been drinking everything. You've drunk lockdown. everything. We've not been what, sober though, throughout lockdown. I will say this out yeah. and proud. Out yeah. and proud, Please Sauvignon do. Blanc can go fuck itself. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Yes, I have. Why though? Oh. Tell us why. It's it makes why? me furious. It's so horrible. Furious. It's a thin, nasty, mean little taste. <laughs> like a sort of bitchy wine. It can go fuck itself. I hate it that hard. 
I hate it oh, so hard. God. You're really passionate about that. <laughs> if I go to a do, yeah. you'll know about this, Lou Conran. If you go to a fancy do, I do recall actually that I think the last time I was actually in the same room as you, we went to a, the Strictly final, did we not? Yeah, we did. We were there. And Bruce we Forsyth were th- had a meltdown. Yes, he? he had an absolute meltdown. He? he was telling everyone to fuck off. Yes. <gasps> he he was was like, you're all hangers on. Fuck off. Yes, we literally witnessed Bruce Forsyth having an absolutely epic nervo. He must have known he was going to die, mustn't he? And just gone, I'm going to get it all out now. It was years before. He was in fine fettle. He was bouncing around. His fury was induced by the Mm. fact that there were people in the beautifully decorated room that had nothing to do with Strictly and had the temerity to be chatting at the back of it while yeah. he was making a speech. He had an absolute nervo. But oh, we, God, but we were there, were we not, Lou Conran? So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just talking about those sorts of do's that are a little bit swanky. On the old Bruce Forsyth thing, what I found more hilarious was that he was shouting at us all whilst wearing a very small leather jacket. Yes. And I have photographs of this. I felt startled seeing Brucey in a leather jacket. I was jacket. startled. And, and the whole way through Strictly out during the recordings, do you remember, I don't know whether you observed this, but he was eating packets of polo mints. Yes, yes. Polo he, mint. He, he must polo have had halitosis or worried about halitosis. <laughs> in, in the, but, but seeing Brucey in a leather jacket was, yeah. it was like seeing Santa in a thong. It was wrong. <laughs> short leather jacket or was it yeah. one of those long ones with a tie waist it was a cropped kind yeah. of it's the sort of thing that, that you might feel comfortable seeing on cliff richard but yeah. not on <laughs> yeah, Brucey. Yeah. not on Brucey. no no Brucey. you you wear a jacket a jacket please and a tie yeah. at all times yeah Back to the yeah. wine that, that Not you will get at a free do. Oh, I, yes. w- w- if I walk in and I, and, I, and I can't be drinking red wine because it gives me a headache, I can't do it. That's I don't it. want to do it. Don't make me do it. I will occasionally have a, a spot of red wine if I'm having a thick cheese, a thick oh. and heavy cheese. Oh. Then it's acceptable. It's acceptable. <laughs> but at a do, I will not accept a red wine. Take it away from okay. me, please, Miss Waiter. Make sure it's sleepy sometimes. Just take it away from me. Take it away from me. And it leaves okay. you that, that horrible line that goes around your lips. Mm. I will not have it. I won't even discuss it with you, I think, if I ever meet you at do. I'll just take it away. So I will always head to the white wine. And if yeah. I find it's a Sauvignon Blanc, I will fucking kill people. I will kill you. I will kill you in the eye. Okay. Do you know what, though? When I first met you back in Edinburgh in 1996, wasn't it? I was Lorraine Beige in The World of Beige, which was probably one of the most ill-conceived shows. It was a terrible error because we'd, we'd been doing the Regency Rooms in London and they'd become sort of like a cult classic and everyone really enjoyed it. And we made the terrible mistake of thinking, oh, let's let's not do the thing that we've been doing and is really successful in London. And we'll just put on this weird show that made no sense whatsoever. It was really stupid. And we were doing it in a venue that I remember years later I was walking early one morning and there was just a man lying in his own vomit in the doorway (laughs) and it was next to the Penny Black, which is that infamous pub where all the alcoholics go very late at night. There was no dressing room at the venue and I used to have, because it was a, a very, 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 very ornate do, 
that I had to, you know, costume and makeup and wig and everything. I had to go more than an hour before the show in order to get into the men's toilets that was behind the uh, stage. And I would have to make up in the men's toilet while another comedian was on. I won't say who. I had to sit through his show every day for the entire Edinburgh festival, just behind the curtain in the men's toilet, where after I had made up, I would just sit on one of the toilets and stare at the moose's head that was in the urinal. That was my Edinburgh that year. But I have one abiding memory of that show. Was that, do you remember at the end of 1970s sitcoms, quite specifically the Croft and Perry ones, they used to have thank you for watching and then you yeah. would see everyone, you know, would, would a picture would have come up of, of the people who were in it. And the director decided that what he wanted to do was recreate that thank you for watching moment. And so we would finish the show and we'd run off and then we'd run back on again with like little like frames round our heads. And as we came running back on, I just heard someone on the front go, oh, fuck, they're back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, Emma. It, I remember it was at the Café de Paris. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and, and I, I remember that. And I remember having, I think at the time, lots of frozen margaritas or something. I think you weren't drinking. No, I probably wasn't. Or maybe wasn't. that was the following year. No, I, prob- I can't no, I don't think I was because I was also doing Professor Brainstorm, which was on at 10 in the morning for, for children. Right. And turning up for children to do a children's show at 10am with a raging yeah. hangover is just no. no. Is just no. Have you no. ever done a show completely pissed? No, you can't do it. You just can't do it. You, you, you can't can, call that a show. You, can you? You, you can do it. You can. I can tell you why. You won't remember it afterwards and you'll probably get a tit out, but you, you can. Do- Amazon Business Honors Jill Lau, Chief Procurement Officer of Global Network Bank. Last week, Jill saved big and used Amazon Business to help her team buy 327 headsets. Now Bob can keep his conversations to himself. Wait, am I still on speakerphone? With business buying easier than before, Jill now uses her extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Thank you for holding Hang it up, Bob. Who is show pissed? Are you a regular drinker now or do you have the occasional? Are you every night or are you well during these unpleasant I go th- times? I go through phases. I can't remember the last time I was drunk. I really genuinely cannot remember the last time I, Maybe I you're always was drunk. well over Maybe. 20 years ago. Wow. Mm. Well done. But I love a glass of wine with supper. Mm. So I go through phases of I will have a like a drink before dinner and while I'm cooking and then a drink after dinner. So I'm quite a habitual, I'll have two drinks every single bloody day. Um, and then I go through phases where I go, no, this, is, this isn't right. This, this society tells me this might, this might be really <laughs> bad. So I go through phases where I go, no, okay, stop it. Just, yeah. d- just have a drink on a Saturday and a Sunday. Oh, oh. but we're, oh. So we're very blessed So then. I'm in that phase at the moment. So I'm actually oh. breaking a rule by having that today on a Monday. Great. Oh. Well, oh, you oh. are very welcome. I think it's a very civilised thing. I like it a lot, but I, I'm, the worst I will ever go is three drinks. That's it. And after that, it's forget it, I'm just asleep. I don't even get drunk. I don't, oh. I, I don't even go to the drunk phase. It's just, oh, this is nice. I'm having a nice glass of wine. Snore. 
that one. Great. That's what but happens. Mm. That's what happens when you're in a menopause. Do you know oh, what? Sorry, I was going to say you, thank you, God you, we're all menopausal. Yes, you miss Harry, out. You miss you out the fun so. bit. You miss out the getting pissed, don't you? Where did that bit go? You just you Actually, lost that. Well, in I just your forget 20s. everything all the time now, yeah. which is what I only used to forget things when I was drunk, and now I just forget all the yeah. time everything. That's I want a permanent blackout. Yeah. I did. I I won't remember that Emma has just said that. I won't remember doing this podcast. No, I won't. No, I've been permanently pissed throughout the whole of this. Are you? I, I are mean, you genuinely both in the menopause? You can't yes. be old enough, surely. I think it's Perry. I start oh, HRT. You're Perry. You're Perry you? menopause. You tell me that. How old? Are, how old are you now, Lou Conran? If you don't mind me asking, I absolutely don't mind answering that question, Emma Kennedy. Forty-six. Uh, uh, I'm fifty-three now. How How old Fuck are you, Sally off. Hayward? I am 49. Oh, you're 49. Okay, so you might, yes, I can see how you might be cusping Heading. the Perry. My menopause came on very, very, very suddenly one boxing day where I was, I was at my in-laws. Surrounded by people you hate. I was at my in-laws and I was sitting on a sofa <laughs> and suddenly I was drenched in sweat, just drenched and then I went through a sort of an 18-month period, and, and I don't know if you've experienced this yet, where you can be chatting to someone or you're in a meeting with someone and all of a sudden it's like you're, you've run a, just run a marathon sitting, yeah. just just yeah. cobbing sweat. Yeah, I once, I've had to sleep on a towel. Oh, this you'll enjoy this story. Okay. So every now and again I get asked to go to meetings that I don't understand. <laughs> okay. So the best one of this, of course, was when I found myself Skyping with Dame Julie Andrews. So that, that, was, a good, that was a good one. But this one <laughs> takes it to a next level, okay? Oh, this is probably yeah. my best I'm at a meeting that I don't understand what I'm doing here story, <laughs> which was, this is apart from auditions, which is a separate thing. We can talk Great. about that next, Luke, we on will. about the worst audition we've ever done. But this one was I found myself in a very, very posh hotel meeting the management of an international A-list superstar pop star <gasps> who had asked to meet me with a view to writing a sitcom for him. Okay? <laughs> I don't even know who it is, but I'm, I'm laughing. No, I'll, t- I'll tell you later because he's still alive. Right. And, oh. and I was sitting there with his management because he was running late he was running late of course because he's an international superstar pop star so they always are running late and I was talking away and I suddenly felt I suddenly felt the warm rush that comes up from the toes and it consumes you and I had nothing nothing to stench it with or to stop it with and so I had there was a paper napkin that I had in my pocket because obviously, obviously all the napkins were right, really posh linen and really super posh. And then and some of them were covered in bits of food. So I thought, I can't, no, I can't, I can't pick that up and do anything with it. So I just pulled this paper napkin out of my pocket and tore it in half and sat there with half of it stuck to my forehead <laughs> and the other, and, and just made a paper thing to go over my, <laughs> go over my top lip. <laughs> just to soak up the sweat. You would just have to embrace it, though, don't you? I use sanitary towels under my bra yes. and under my armpits. Yes, you, you just the get to thing. the point with it where you don't mm. give a shit, and you no. just you just have to say to people, I'm, "You know, I've got I've got the menopause. This is this is it." 
Yeah. This you is how we roll it, here. Don't you? Yeah, you, you do. And, and also, I don't use my sanitary towels anymore. So they're there. Yeah. So mm. I might as well put them under yeah. my good point. It's a really I good lo- point. I, I do love being sent to things that you just think, what is going on here? Lou Conrad, surely you must have a, a terrible audition story. The show to which you were sent, to which you didn't understand what you were doing there. Oh, God. All have you got one of those? Yeah. I want to know what happened with the sitcom. <laughs> yes, and was it Tom Jones? No. no. Did I it ever get written? You. I can't tell you. Oh, that means it did. I it got written, but... I can't tell you. She she's going to tell us. Come on, Luke. No, come on, Luke. Because I want, we've all I had want, a glass of wine now. I want I want stories about the about things you were sent to audition for, for which you were patently not right for. I I've got two okay. of these stories. Have you got one? Uh, yeah, my instant first one is I got <laughs> I got sent uh, for a commercial. Yes, there we go. That's the worst thing in the world. Yes, uh, and I got told that I was going to go in with another girl, and I had to wear a bikini, mm. and we had to roll around the floor no. covering each other in paint. Absolutely not. No, I've done a bikini one. I've done a bikini one, even though I've thought to myself, oh, I'd never do that. And then when it comes, you just go, oh, fuck it. Yeah. I'll go in and be in a bikini. And also, I've been in an audition where I've rolled around on the floor and I've knocked myself out. Oh, no. Well done. Yeah. I've whacked my head on the floor and then I've come round and they've still been sitting there going, oh, no. Right. And But nobody says anything, do they? They don't go, oh, are you all right? They just go... I've done one when I've had to pretend that I was actually genuinely French. My old age, I went, well, you can just pretend you're French. And I went, yeah, but I, I, I've only got O-level wow. French, a, a, wow. a low grade as well, by, I might add. And, um, and then I just went in and it was so obvious I wasn't French, just by the fact that I speak English. Oh, that's good. I've also had one where um, I got sent... Oh! Where I got sent for, to audition for Cats, the musical. Can you sing? No, can I dance? Can I sing? Can I fuck? But there's always part of you that goes, but I could get this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you never it. know. I could do it. I can do yeah. it. Yeah, I could, I don't mind prostituting myself in front of Cameron Macintosh. And mm. I can't sing. So the day before the audition, my mum's mate who played the piano like Les Dawson mm. said, oh, come round and we'll go through a song. And the only song that I, I, could, I could sing was, I see fields of green, red roses too. Right, that's all, because that's the only... It's not bad. It's not bad, you. though. Thanks, thanks. But then when I turned up and the audition was in the foyer of the Drury Lane Theatre, Mm-hmm. And I turned up in my Parker anorak and my jazz shoes that my mum had bought me when I was at stage school when I was twelve. But she bought too big. Yeah. Um, did you have, Did you go with your face them. painted? Did. did you go with your face painted like a cat? Gosh, that's where I went wrong. Well, that's where you went that's wrong. That's where I went wrong. There was fifty of us doing this dark step ball change, step ball change. Grr, grr. And Rawr. it was yeah. Really, and I stood at the back, and I thought, "I'm just going to make it look like I'm going through the routine in my head." And then they turned round, they did, and and turn, swivel, and then I was at the front of the dance routine, and I thought, "I'm going to have to stop this for my own soul." So I turned round and I said, "Dignity, I would say, dignity." Well, I've never had any of that, have I, Sally? Well, so I turned around and I said, "I'm so sorry." I think my agent was having a laugh when she sent me here and everyone went, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, so I Mm. had a call from my agent. Mm. Now, bearing in mind, I've never done any singing. I've I've never been in a musical. Actually, no, that's not true. I was once in a production 
of uh, West Side Story, but I played the only character who didn't sing or dance. Okay, I wasn't allowed to sing no or dance. So no. uh, my agent calls me and she goes, uh, "They want to see you for one of the leads, <laughs> the lead <laughs> in Mamma Mia." No, and I said, um, "Yes." I said, uh, oh, "Well, okay, uh, you need to phone them back and and tell them I can't sing." Thank you. Goodbye. My agent then phones me back, going, "No, they um, they want to see you." And I she said, didn't have you, and I said, "Have you told have you told them I I can't I can't sing?" I said, "Yes, I have. Yes, and they want to see you." And and at this point, I'm thinking, "Okay, well, you can see how Pierce Brosnan was cast." This is how this works. Okay, all right. So I said, well, oh, and I was literally like going, oh, oh, like, oh, really? I've got to go and do this. And so I said, oh, okay. And she said, um, well, you know, they're going to send you um, Dancing Queen. They want you to learn Dancing Queen to sing it. That's right up your so street. I, Dear Agnita, I mean, so get round your poo and come and. <laughs> so I go to my mother's house. In Hitchin, and because there's fields nearby, and I stand in the middle of the field to practice singing Dancing Queen at full pelt. And I go back and I phone my agent and I say, Okay, I've had a go. I want you to tell them I've given this a good go. Okay, (laughs) I've given it a good go, and they need to still know that I cannot sing. And at this point, I think, Well, that's it. That's that's the end of the matter. This is they've they've now been told three times no they still want to see you so in I go to the audition and I go in and there's uh three people uh, sitting behind a desk and there's a man at at the piano and they're all smiling at me this they couldn't be they couldn't be more happier to see me Lou and Sally they couldn't be more happier to see me and I the first words I say to them was can I just check did did you all get the the call from my agent saying I can't sing. Did Can I just check that everyone got that memo? And they went, yeah, 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 yeah. They're all smiling. <laughs> They're all smiling. I said, okay, all right, fine. Yep, okay. And uh, and then I'm, I'm, I'm ushered towards the piano. So I crest forth to the piano uh, where I assume the stance and I get ready. Mm-hmm. If I say to you, because Dancing Queen, anyone listening to this or watching, just go and have a go at singing that song on your own now because it's quite high. It's quite high and it's quite technically difficult. And if I say to you that it was like pigs being killed... I would that that's me being kind to myself, but it was like pigs being killed. And we got to the end of the song... And I looked up and not one of them could look me in the eye. Not one of them. And I, and I just stood there and there was this heavy, heavy silence. And I said, can I, can I just check some? Did, I said, did you think I was lying when I said <laughs> that I couldn't sing? And one of, the, and one of them went, yeah, we didn't really believe you. So actually, this me thinking your agent was evil and not just trying to get you in, but actually he or she was doing their job. Yes, yes. And so I said, do you believe me now? And they went, yes. (laughs) I really want to hear you sing it. Please sing it. Please sing it. She's preparing herself. She's getting herself into the stance. Ladies and gentlemen, Emma Kennedy sings. I'm coming back from the mic here. Okay. You can dance, you can jive, having the time of your life. Ooh, 
girl. What? Well, no, this is what? in the low range. What's that sin? Giving the dancing queen. Friday night and the night's a No, you're not helping. You never place to go. In a little rap music. You're in the mood for a dance. We're all dancing. Sorry. We're all dancing. I mean, you've got something, haven't you? We're all going. We're all going. I have to say, do you know that wasn't half as bad as I thought it well, was going to be? Well, I hadn't got to the high bit, Luke. On oh, man. what's the high yeah. bit? Do the high bit. Yeah, kids! Okay, yeah. Oh, beautiful, right, beautiful. That's fabulous. Thanks. Kids there being killed. Go. Kids being killed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, can I just quickly tell you my singing story? I did pantomime maybe twenty odd years ago. That I had two songs and I said I can't sing, and then the director said, "Oh, just sing them." And then I tried singing one, and then he went, "Maybe just sing one song." And then I went to sing that one, and he went. Maybe talk the song. <laughs> that was that's like how we Rex got Harrison. That. Was that Rex Harrison? Oh yeah, yes, Re- yeah, Rex Harrison he did that used in, to famously um... he would talk the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was what the pantomime yeah. that Life you were in? Life is just a bowl of cherries. Oh, lovely. What was the that pantomime one? you were in, please? It was Aladdin. I was Princess oh. Belle Rubidoux. Oh, that's <laughs> super. Pavilion. Of course you were. Of course you were. I'm getting through this. My menopausal flush. I've got through half a bottle of this. This one. I was going to do Stoptober. That's not going to happen, is it? No. I'm bloody loving this. The legs on it. Oh, yeah, um, we've hardly talked about the wine, but... We haven't because we've had a bloody brilliant time. Emma, what are you doing with your life at the moment then, apart from... Um, drinking wine. Drinking wine us. with us. In terms of writing, I've just been working on Paddington. Oh! Uh, which was lovely. I really enjoyed doing that. I've been working on another show that's for children that I'm not allowed to tell you about. It's so no. secret. Is it up Has there with got... the sitcom with the pop star? Yeah. No. No, no, no. Um, I've started writing what I hope will be uh, my new book. I'm researching another book. I operate on the basis of you have to have 10 things on the go before you can get... Spinning. Before you can get I, have to, I operate but, on... I have to have 10 different wines on the go <laughs> because that's the only way I can get through my life, Emma. Lou doesn't know 10 different wines, I might add. I do Red, when it's white, in Lidl rose. and it goes, when it's gone, it's gone. It's gone, it's and gone. And this, I have to say, in terms of you know, whether we're going to spit or swallow this. I'm swallowing it. Well, I've clearly swallowed it. You've swallowed half the bottle, love. You've swallowed quite a lot of it. But the thing I've been loving doing the most during lockdown, because prior to lockdown, I was doing a thing called Relax With Bricks, which is I discovered that I really love Lego. Oh. And it's the most relaxing thing I've ever done in my life. And I discovered this by complete accident just over a year ago. I started posting tiny little two-minute films on my Twitter feed, just saying, look what I made today. And then people started saying, please, will you film yourself doing Lego builds in real time? And so I started doing that and I now post an hour-long film every single day on Relax With Bricks at Lego With, if you're interested. And it's just me building lego every day for an hour is there a fetish in that somebody must be getting off on that um surely there there is i think there is an element of asmr that goes on there is something really weirdly relaxing about it what's it called again Oh, Lego. So the, Lego. U- the, no. U- the YouTube channel is called yeah. Relax with Bricks. The, the Twitter, the Lego Twitter that I do is at Lego with. Check it out. Seriously, my book editor just sort of dipped into it, not really understanding what on earth I was talking about. Hooked. Right. Dawn French, hooked. It's weird. Amazing. Honestly, it is weirdly, weirdly super 
relaxing. Trust me, give it a go. You'll fall asleep. Trust me. I think we're honoured to have you because you're writing everything and you've got an hour a day doing Lego. Yeah. Thank you for coming and chatting to us about wine. That's all I can say. That's pretty (laughs) impressive. Well, thank you for that. Cheers. Cheers. So lovely. We should find out if it's a spit or a swallow. It's a swallow. They're all swallow. I mean, I'd say it's a swallow. This shabble is a beautiful swallow. Can I ask you one quick last question? And I know we're running out of time, but I like to ask this question. You've got a spittoon in front of you. Yes. Somebody's been spitting in the spittoon. Yes. Whose spittoon ends would you drink? Oh, crumbs. This is actually quite hard and I'm thinking yeah. about it properly. You expecting this way. I'm not taking this lightly. I hope you notice that, Sally. I am noticing. I'm you moved really your glasses, we thought. properly thinking about this. Mm. Assuming I can't just pick my wife, I've got to pick someone who I admire in the public sphere. Yes, is that... Is that if you want to go down that, that route, the criteria? I mean well, in the old days, I would have said Bugs Bunny because obviously right. I fancied Bugs Bunny. I mean, I still fancy Bugs Bunny. I, I would have sex with Bugs Bunny. Um, I don't know why I'm nodding in agreement yeah. here. But, yeah. but I would have I mean, sex with play. Bugs Bunny. I, would, I wouldn't right. hesitate to have sex with Bugs Bunny. Um, okay. So Bugs Bunny is on my list. Okay. Um, but also, have you watched, there is a show called Cheer. Have you seen it? No. Okay, Cheer. so it's a documentary about a coach who teaches kids who've come from difficult backgrounds and trains them into, I mean, it's just unbelievable. They are the best cheerleading team in America. Okay, and it's not just pom poms. It's proper, proper physical gymnastics. It's acrobatics. It's just unbelievable. The coach of that team is one of those amazing, inspirational women who is just extraordinary. So I probably might put her on the list, but I'm probably as well. I mean, I do Barack Obama. Great. That's enough for me. I'm happy with that. When you were talking about a coach... I instantly thought of my uh, cousin's husband who runs a coach company and I thought you meant an actual coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a great... And on that note, I've enjoyed this immensely. Yeah, I've had a delightful time. I could talk to you all night. Oh, oh, thank you, for Emma. You're amazing. Thanks for um, having thank me. Thank you so much for uh, drinking wine with us. And I noticed you—you you had a dog in the background that walked past your door. Unless I'm seeing is the spirit of a dog. I don't know, but that was lovely. Uh, you're a wonderful woman, and God bless you and all who've rode in you. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Bye.